Bad barista, yeah, they're bu- 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 bad. Bad barista, yeah, they're bu- 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 bad. Bad barista, yeah, they're bu- 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 bad. Are they bad meaning bad or bad meaning good? Good, good, good. Welcome to another episode of Bad Barista. I'm your host, Casa Campagna. And I'm Teresa Soimacha. I uh, know. Sounds so weird. I can't tell if it's the headphones. You said it sounds weird? Hmm? I'm saying when I introduce myself, I sound weird. Oh. Anyways. It's just your voice. So, this episode, we are talking about Dunkin' Donuts, smoked vanilla latte, and their smoked vanilla cold brew. So, we decided to do an impromptu recording because it's kind of out now for several days. And we wanted to put something out fresh. So on the spur of the moment, we decided to go to Dunkin' Donuts and try it. So, trying to figure out where to start. <laughs> well, the one we went to was in Oakland and it was right next to a gas station by the airport. So for those of you who are listening, we try to appease to everyone nationwide. But unfortunately, we are not nationwide. We are located in... I guess the Bay Area, San mm-hmm. Francisco Bay Area. And so in the area we live in, there are at least two Dunkin' Donuts within traveling distance. Yeah. And we decided to go to the closer one, um, not the one that we are usually, that we usually go to. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out where I want to start because I want to start with the whole story because this is about the drink actually. But, you know, I feel like I have to give the story behind the drink and what happened. And yeah, you have to give the full story. And the thing is that we went to the Oakland one, we'll say. And we sat there for a long time. It's a lot of people working there, but yet no one was helping us. Yeah, um, it took the girl that was working the register a while to realize, let me stop sweeping the front and go to the register. Well, she didn't realize that. It was another lady who came out and told her. To oh go to God. the front. Because I was wondering why she went to the register. Yeah, because remember I was standing next to that door and I didn't know the door opened. And the oh, yeah, yeah, and of, you almost got hit. Yeah. yeah. So on top of that, health-wise, not that she was making drinks, but she didn't go wash her hands. That's true, yeah. So let's bypass that part. Let's get into the fact of ordering a drink. So I ordered first. Mm-hmm. I ordered a small smoked vanilla ice latte and I asked for light ice okay you know me i like to get the large i didn't know they had extra large but i got the large smoked vanilla latte and a large smoked vanilla cold brew so i'm expecting everything to be great it seemed like it took a while for her to realize what was going on um i also got light ice too by the way one of the guys in the back nice gesture he was trying to see if there was enough ice you know if i wanted less and you know mm-hmm. i told him okay so he had you know good um, personality good customer service but um unfortunately he didn't seem to know what he was doing and making a drink and then another lady came she didn't seem to know what she was doing to making a drink and then another lady came and by that time it took two three people making a drink and i think he did the cold brew and mm-hmm. if you listen to our podcast before, we were asking about whether Dunkin' Donut employees and 
McDonald's employees are they actually baristas because they just push a bunch of buttons. So this time I actually got to look at them and they pushed the button for the milk to come out and it was already steamed. They did have to mix, you know, the milk with the coffee type of thing. So they do do some preparation in it. Um, so that still is debatable whether or not they're, they are baristas or not. And then, so after they finished making it, we got the drinks. Well, they gave me the cold brew and I'm like, where's the cold foam or where's the foam? Yeah, the sweet cold foam. Yeah, the sweet foam, nitro foam. And I'm trying to figure out, was it there? Yeah, it was there where I learned what foam they use. So I'll throw that in here until we break down the drink. Yeah. So I recognize the can because we used that. Well, at least I used that can a long time ago. I think it was like almost. It was two, it was two years ago. Yeah, about two years ago. It. Yeah. And I saw that was ready whip. They had a nitro creamer. Um, I think it was like cold foam or foam. And then they also had some type of sweet whipped cream or something. They had two different ones. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember which one was the other one, but this one was the nitro creamer, I believe. Yeah, because it said nitro on it. Yeah, so it was just surprising that they used that. I'm like, this is Dunkin' Donuts. I figured they had their own stuff. You I know, thought they specially made their sweet code foam, so I was kind of surprised. Well, I thought it would be like, you know, at least like a Starbucks where they hide their version with some type of generic one, mm-hmm. you know, that looks like something you can't buy from a store. But this was basically something you can buy from a store. So that's, yeah, that caught me Yeah, I see it at Safeway all the time. Yeah, so it caught me off guard with that. I'm like, and plus it was something I used like two years ago. And I was like, hmm. So with all the people making different foams and even the, our, um, you know, the boba tapioca spots, I was expecting it to be something kind of more made in house. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. So that was a surprise to me. That was something very simple. So all I did was they took cold brew, probably put the vanilla smoke syrup in it or whatever. I'm not sure if it's a vanilla smoke syrup or if it's, a vanilla syrup mixed with some type of smoked flavor or like, you know, mm-hmm. the smoke um, stuff they use for cooking. Cause that's also something they, they use. I looked up to see if they had smoked vanilla and there is a smoked vanilla syrup. So there's a possibility they could be using that, but it's just in, from my point of view, a small mom and pop places, that's usually where you do things like this. Yeah. But for Dunkin' Donuts, which is a big, you know, chain, I was surprised and shocked. So anyways, past that. So use that nitro creamer, to put on there remember once again there was no nitro sweet cream on top of it when it was presented to me i had to remind them to put it on top Mm -hmm. the picture shows it but they didn't have it so i get the drink we get your drink we get my drink Mm -hmm. what was the first thing that you noticed between my drink and your drink the two lattes well the first thing was yours looked a very light shade like it was nothing but milk and mm-hmm. mine's was actually pretty dark. Yeah, mine tan was, color, yeah. Mine was like a lighter shade of brown. It was more than light the shade of brown. <laughs> well, I was I was referring to the, you know, the old group. Oh. Lighter shade of brown <laughs> rap group. I think one of the guys mm-hmm. that was in it passed away a while ago. Oh. Um from Oakland, I believe they're from Oakland. It's from the Bay at least. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, so I can tell that yours had at least maybe some more coffee or something that made it darker compared to mine. Yeah, because you said, I got to try yours too, because these look like two completely different drinks. Drinks. And so I did try yours first. Yeah. And I, before I get into mine, I'll, I'll ask you what your thoughts was of the drink. I tasted nothing but espresso. But which drink are we talking about? Oh, the I had the smoked vanilla ice latte. Okay. Yeah. So. What'd you taste? I tasted nothing but coffee and milk. I didn't taste not even a hint of vanilla. So I was wondering, like, did they even put anything? Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, well, I couldn't taste the smoked. I definitely didn't taste the vanilla either. 
Okay, so remind me to get back to your drink because I, I tasted yours later. Okay. After the whole Again story. After? Yeah. Okay, okay. So remind me to, to go back to your original drink. Yeah. Okay, so I tried a little bit of hers. Tastes like, you know, like taste of coffee. I tried mine. It was nothing but milk. And then I tried the cold brew and it was nothing but really cold brew. Well, I tasted it. The, the cream was sweet. It was sweet because of the... The cream the, was on top. The cream yeah. was on top. The cold brew just tasted like regular coffee. I didn't taste any vanilla or mm-hmm. smoked vanilla. And so I was shocked. I'm like, what's going on here? So we kept looking at the labels. And you can check out our pictures on Instagram. Yeah, I noticed mine said uh, one smoked vanilla syrup. And then I pointed out to you, I was like, why does your large say the exact same thing as mine? Mm-hmm. You were supposed to say Instagram bad Brisa podcast. Instagram. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go check out the pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Bad Brisa podcast. I threw that out right to you. You just didn't get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on the, the sticker, it says uh, one smoked vanilla. So we kept trying to figure out what that was. We kind of came to the conclusion that it meant it was like one syrup shot. Yeah. So my experience from that. I was ready to go podcast, and I was like, this is some horrible, I'm going to yeah. use some some colorful words, horrible, horrible, horrible donkey um, poop. Well, I just want to point out, when you were ordering, it's like she didn't know what you wanted, and she kept correcting you when you said smoke vanilla. She's like, vanilla? So, yeah, that means that either it was that new, too new from that no one ordered it and they don't know how to make it. I'm not sure, but that means that's something to do with Dunkin' Donuts and their employees and how to train I them. I feel like it was her because she also kept yeah, she but, kept changing my drink order while you were ordering yours. But remember, she's yeah. not the one who made it. So even mm-hmm. if she did put it in there wrong, the people mm-hmm. who made it should go, hey, something's wrong with this. We need to make it the correct way, which means none of them knew how to make one. I think they were confused like because, you know, just like Starbucks, some people do say, hey, I just want one pump of vanilla instead mm-hmm. of the usual. So they were just going based off of what was ordered, which is what the cashier, she put in the order incorrectly. So they're just following what the label says. So you're saying that the girl... Is the one that messed up. She messed up because she kept asking you questions. She even started. It sounded like you were getting confused with your order based off of what she was saying. Well, she made me feel like there was no such thing as smoked vanilla latte or cold brew. And then she kept asking you like, oh, did you want cream and sugar in your cold brew? Well, yeah. She was like, do I want, uh, you know, like milk or something in my cold brew? And I'm like, why would I want that when it's cold brew? I want the way that I'm looking at it. And I also looked at the vlog earlier where someone was doing the same thing on you know on youtube mm-hmm. and her cold brew was not cold brew it was mixed with milk mm-hmm. so i don't know the lady's name is a guy and a girl and they did theirs but unfortunately in their review their review was not of the actual drink it was already a cold brew mixed with milk mm-hmm. it wasn't cold brew by itself it was just the um the, the sweet um cream foam or whatever it wasn't the drink unmodified they modified it by adding well no they said they said that's the way they got it so oh, they didn't modify it it mm-hmm. was given to them that way, which means that another dunkin donut somewhere else messed up their order mm. so they unfortunately got the cold brew which was mixed with milk which is, wasn't supposed to come that way but they mm-hmm. said that's the way they got it they didn't know any better they said that all they said was that it didn't look like the picture yeah which it didn't okay. because someone mixed milk in it mm-hmm. um so that means that dunkin donuts if you're listening your employees Obviously, around your all your stores in different cities, because I'm not sure what city they were in, yeah. the, the YouTubers, they're not making it correctly. And I'm going to let you know, because when I get into the next part of the story, you're going to hear how my second one was made. Mm-hmm. Since I said second one, so 
going back to the story, I was ready to give a horrible rating. I was ready to say that this was the nastiest, like I said, stuff I've ever tasted. And I'm not sure why they made it until someone... <laughs> I suggested, I was like, hey, why don't we drop this off at the house? I'll take the ice out so it doesn't get watered down. And let's go to the usual Dunkin' Donuts location and see what they make for us. So we decided to go to that Dunkin' Donuts. We got there. We ordered. I ordered smaller sizes this time. <laughs> you learned your lesson the first time? Yes. The ordering process seemed to be fine. It seemed like she got the order. It was smooth. I thought it was, it was a girl. It was a girl. Well, it was a girl my second time, so maybe it was a guy the first time. Yeah, it was a guy, but he seemed to be new, but the girl came to help him. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't know what to press. He but... didn't know how to put light ice. Yeah. Okay, so that part went smooth. Mm -hmm. When they gave me my cold brew, guess what was missing? <laughs> the sweet cream again. <laughs> yeah, the nitro foam, whatever sweet cream is called, was yeah. missing. I had to tell her or explain to her or ask her where it was at. So she puts it in there, but she adds something different to it. She added cinnamon on top. I was like, okay, that's cool looking, but that's not the drink. Mm -hmm. So from the first one we went to, to the second one who made it a different way, to the vloggers on YouTube that got mm -hmm. theirs made a different way, that's telling me, Dunkin' Donuts, that your employees do not know how to make the drinks that you guys are giving them. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you're a franchise or however you work or what's going on, but it just means that it's not being made the same way throughout all your houses of Dunkin' Donuts, mm -hmm. which means if I went, went to one Dunkin' Donuts, I might have a bad experience like I did. Yeah. Okay. So, reiterate, you ordered the smoked vanilla latte. Mm -hmm. I ordered the smoked vanilla latte, and I also got the smoked vanilla cold brew. Mm -hmm. Now, you didn't taste the cold brew, so you're only commenting basically on the smoked vanilla latte, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm going to be commenting on both of them. So, now... This was your second smoked vanilla latte. Mm -hmm. What did you think of it? I like this one a lot better because I actually taste it, the vanilla in it. The smoky flavor, I would say, is more of an aftertaste because basically it's like you sip it, you taste the vanilla, you taste the... Exp the espresso shot wasn't as strong as the first one I had. Mm -hmm. And then the milk, and then you taste that smokiness after. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so it was a lot better and much sweeter. Like I could taste the syrup in it. Okay, so for me, a different story than you. Okay. I didn't really taste vanilla mm -hmm. at all. I tasted what I would say to describe it is if you were at a barbecue all day mm -hmm. and you got home and you took off your clothes and the next day you smelled your clothes and it smelled like like barbecue. <laughs> barbecue, yeah. Okay, and it's not like it smelled like actual food barbecue smell like someone's like the barbecue pit like the cooking of it mm -hmm. that's what that the black charcoal yeah that's kind of what that taste tasted like but mm -hmm. it's also tastes like um when you put um what's that stuff called it's not not a one steakhouse it's the other it's the smoke stuff you put on your steak it's like a Worcestershire sauce oh uh -huh. so if you take Worcestershire sauce mm -hmm. Ro am i saying Worcestershire? I, I try not to pronounce that word whatever the word is you know what i'm talking about <laughs> so when you use that and you put down your steak it gives that sorry it's give that smoky flavor it's That's what that tastes like? I've never tried it before. Yes. It's almost, okay. I felt like they just took that and poured it into my latte. Ooh. And <laughs> that's what it tasted like. Oh, okay. So I didn't taste any vanilla. Okay. I did have that kind of smoky aftertaste that you say. Yeah. I didn't taste any coffee at all. Mm -hmm. um, with the cold brew, once again, the sweetness from the foam. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the cinnamon on top. It didn't really go with it. I think it took away from the flavor. I kind of tasted the vanilla, but wasn't sure because I'm not sure if the cold brew, the, the foam, the 
whipped cream or whatever you want to call it, the nitro foam, mm. if it has any kind of flavoring in it, but I believe it doesn't, but I really couldn't taste the vanilla. I thought I tasted vanilla, but I'm not sure. And I didn't get the smoky aftertaste in that one. Mm-hmm. The drink to me in the cold brew was much more pleasurable than it was the latte, um, which is funny because I didn't finish that one at all. But um, I still like that one better than the latte. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think I cared for the vanilla smoke flavor. The smoke vanilla? Yeah, I didn't care for it either. The, or absence of the vanilla smoke flavor, whatever that was, I didn't care for this combination of what they were trying to bring out. Um, and I know I'm pretty sure there's some people out there who like that maybe smokiness. It's just like when you cook food, you like yeah. to have that, you know, the, the woods, you know, uh, flavors, things like mm-hmm. that. So I'm sure there's someone out there who likes it. Um, I just didn't really get the taste. Um, so it wasn't very. I was trying to figure out what kind of feeling they were recreating with this drink because like you know with starbucks and their strawberry funnel cake frappuccino they're Mm. trying to recreate summer you know the strawberry taste but this one i didn't i didn't know where this was coming from maybe to get you to barbecue it's close to july 4th maybe marshmallows i'm not sure i don't know what that has to do with anything Um, s'mores you know i don't know summertime it didn't seem to me like a summer type drink um and then i was i was always ah sorry as i was looking through it it's something, smoked vanilla syrup is something they put into a lot of um, alcoholic drinks. Oh, okay. So it's something they use in certain cocktails, which may make sense depending on what you're mixing with. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's what it's for to give flavors to those type of things and give that smoky flavor, which is a different thing. Because I know, I believe it's, uh, uh, was it? I'm saying Jim, Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. Johnny Walker, this is an alcohol, by the way. Johnny Walker has a certain type of um, smoky smell to it mm. so if you take the johnny walker and you rub it in your hands and you smell it it has mm-hmm. that very smoke smell which that smoke smell is a really good smell and then maybe that's what they're trying to reproduce is the alcoholic version mm-hmm. without being an alcoholic drink so you get that smoke smell and that vanilla flavor in your latte and your latte espresso is like your strong al- alcohol oh. and so then therefore you're getting this kind of uh, robust adult-like drink mm-hmm. because maybe Dunkin' Donuts is attracting too many kids. Mm-hmm. And this could be their way of maybe attracting some adults because a lot of their drinks are like, you know, the Sunday this, the this, the that. Oh, yeah, butter pecan Sunday latte. Yeah. So this might be their way of trying to bring in the adults because who brings in the kids? The adults. Mm-hmm. And so when the parents come, here's a mature drink for you to have mm. um, and that's a possibility because that i just thought about that smoke flavor or smell it really did smell it really good with the the johnny walker and mm-hmm. as you taste it, you can taste some of that smoky flavor so that is in their whiskey but then that's also because the barrel has the smoky flavors in it. when they make whiskey and they put in the barrel and some of the barrels are kind of burnt Mm. So they burn the barrel and then they put the whiskey in it. So those smoke flavors go into the whiskey. Uh. So that's a lot to do with alcohol and adult stuff. So that's now my brain's thinking maybe that's what they're trying to achieve mm. um, is that type of sense of um, of uh, class. Well, if you think of anything smoky, you wouldn't associate it with kids. You would associate it as a flavor for adults. For adults. So to go on the short part of the story. So after that, as we were sitting drinking this in the parking lot unfortunately <laughs> something happened to your car partially, partially my fault and partially. we forgot well we had turned the key to roll down the windows because it was pretty hot there 
but we forgot to turn the key back to the off position. And so when we went to go leave, my battery would not start the car. Yes. So we took a long road adventure of walking, looking for some type of jumper. In the heat. Because it was easier to do that than be asking someone if they have jumper cables. Unfortunately, world, it's very difficult to ask people for jumper cables it's, to help jump. It's not just that. It's... We weren't of, I'm just going to flat out say it. We weren't of the right color in the neighborhood that people wanted to help us. Why? They don't like Japanese people so much? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, you so. know, also with, with things that go on, I don't really feel comfortable with asking people. And a lot of times that people aren't friendly. So I decided it was Well, you saw how many accidents almost happened when we were just sitting there trying to get the car started. You mean in the parking lot? Yeah, in the parking lot. To give people reference to where yeah. we were. Um, but yeah, so after the venture came back, couldn't get the stuff to work right, ended up calling AAA. So in the meantime, while we were there, I decided to go back to Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and this time I got something, you know, one of their blended drinks and it's nothing that was out of the normal. Um, I got the matcha latte blended version, but they did have something else that was new and there was something that we were talking about. And I decided to put it in the drink. So it was the popping strawberry. Strawberry popping bubbles. Bubbles. They call it bubbles, yeah. Which is supposed to be like the popping boba that they yeah. have at other places. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like boba texture. Yeah, but I mean, I think I've had the popping ones. Like I said, Tuli was a place I had that. And, and mm-hmm. they're not the same type of texture. They're liquid filled. Mm-hmm. And this was a rave that went on. I think that was a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. um, people They did a lot of YouTube videos of people were trying the the actual mm. popping tap like bubbles or tapioca okay, or, yeah, yeah. or boba whatever you want to call it and their expressions when they were doing it mm. so this is nothing new yeah so they took something that was old put it with strawberry i tried it with the matcha because we're so used to having these different matcha strawberry drinks just mm-hmm. like at pete's and at the at boba guys mm-hmm. places like that and so the strawberry well you can tell me what do you think of the strawberry Oh, well, you kind of tried it first. I did, but what did you think of it? I'm talking. I'm the one talking <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, I liked it. It was different. I wasn't expecting it at all. But was it but delicious? It, was it nasty? It it provided sweetness for the matcha because the matcha had it. It wasn't sweet at all. So did it taste like strawberry? It it tasted like artificial fake fake <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> what is artificial fake fake strawberry? <laughs> I've never heard of that one. I don't know. It it just, you know, it's supposed to be a strawberry flavor, but of course it doesn't taste like strawberry. Okay. So I'll see if I can hit this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it tasted like a candy version of strawberry, like maybe yeah. Starburst or something like that. And which wasn't, it was not, I'm trying to think of the word. It wasn't nasty. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Um, it was it was good, but if you're respecting the fresh strawberry flavor, don't think that. Mm-hmm. If you are okay with the candy flavor strawberry, then it's great. Mm-hmm. And it did add sweetness to the matcha that had no sweetness to it. It was just plain matcha. I assume that Dunkin' Donuts that they would sweeten the matcha, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm wrong and they don't, or maybe the person who made it didn't remember. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I feel like it was too frozen. Like I understand it's a hot day, but that thing was like solid chunk of ice. It was the at the end of the night when I went to go take yours out of the refrigerator. Like I went to empty it and it was like a solid piece of ice just fell out from the cup. And it was sitting in the refrigerator for at least a good six hours, I would say. Uh-huh. And it did not melt at all in the refrigerator. So by the way, to let you understand what's going on, on my 
escapade our escapade our adventure mm-hmm. our mission that we went to go look for some type of jumping battery or cable whatever yeah. it's called i can't remember those things are called it was a battery oh i can't think of it yeah. right now <laughs> the things that help jump start your your car the it's battery. a battery pack yeah so i never finished the smoke vanilla latte we talk about the first location or the second location well i say on on our adventure of walking around which okay that's yeah. the second one yeah so the second one i never finished it mm-hmm. I ended up throwing away before walking back. I think I used it just most of the time because it was ice and it was cold and mm-hmm. since we were walking a hot day. Yeah. Got back, of course, that the cold brew vanilla heated. smoke was heated, so I didn't finish that one. The original drinks from the Oakland one, I didn't finish none of them. None of them, yeah. Okay. The matcha drink that I purchased, I, I think I want to say I left. I didn't finish that either. I left less than half, but I didn't finish it. You left about one third. You couldn't finish it because it was frozen solid. It was all ice. Yeah. So I didn't finish that drink. And then I, I'm going now, I'm going back to your original small mm-hmm. smoked vanilla ice latte from the Oakland one. Yes. I drank that one because I figured it would be more coffee. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great. And what did you discover? What for me, which I believe I discovered, was that that wasn't a coffee flavor. I feel like they just put whatever the smoked syrup in yours. Now, I'm not sure. That's what makes me think maybe the smoked vanilla syrup is not combined. Mm-hmm. Because all I tasted was smoke. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe with such strong coffee and with the smoke, that could have enhanced the smoke flavor. But mostly what I tasted wasn't coffee. It was just smoked flavor with no vanilla whatsoever. Now, I'm not sure if the vanilla is supposed to be sweet. Maybe their vanilla smoke syrup is not sweet at all mm-hmm. so but it's kind of one of those things where i don't know if oxymoron is a word but you believe in your head when you go to mcdonald's the drinks are sweet yeah you believe in your head when you go to dunkin donuts the drinks are going to be sweet you believe in your head that when i'm going to a place that's known for sweet stuff it's going it's to be, be sweet. sweet yeah so maybe they didn't make a sweet smoked vanilla syrup or syrup mm-hmm. maybe it's just the flavors of vanilla and the smoke flavor, and it's not sweet at all. But that's what that whole cup tasted like to me. It's like I like someone just took, you know, the smoke, um, what was it Roychester sauce, whatever, mm-hmm. just poured it all into my latte, mm-hmm. and I drank it, and that's what I was drinking. So it was pretty horrible. So of course that means I didn't what <laughs> we dumped everything. Yeah, I didn't finish that. <laughs> well, I also wanted to point out. The second location of Dunkin' Donuts, remember the label? Oh, yes. Yeah, for my small, they actually put, it says two smoke vanilla syrup. Mm-hmm. And then for your medium. Well, they didn't say syrup, but just say two smoke vanilla. Two smoke vanilla. Which means that they did two pumps, at least yeah. two pumps of, of smoke vanilla syrup. Yeah, and then yours said three smoke vanilla. And you also read something online. What did online Yeah, because I checked the app while we were on our way to the second location, and it actually tells you how many pumps they put in the small, medium, large, and extra large, mm-hmm. which is two for the small, three for the medium, four for large, and five for extra large. So overall, after correcting them on the nitro um vanilla smoke cold brew mm-hmm. after correcting them on adding the nitro cold foam i believe it did look like it did in the picture it did except there was cinnamon yeah. sprinkled on top yeah, except for the cinnamon on top it was a nice visual it was and once again we have pictures 
on Bad Barista Podcast on Instagram. Okay. And then um the latte, I would say the latte looked like the picture. Yeah. Uh, so now the one thing I remember showing you the people on YouTube, the vlog, they were like, Oh, this is so delicious, it's so sweet. You know, mm-hmm. I think that their sweetness came because they like the cold brew version too, but their sweetness yeah. came from the nitro cold brew foam or well, nitro foam. That's because they said that they felt the latte was too milky mm-hmm. and then they liked the cold brew because it was sweeter because did they ask for extra? No, he said the next time they would, they would recommend you get extra. Extra. But then they said that the barista there was generous and gave them extra. Yeah. That's no, why that's so no, much. No, they didn't no? have extra. No. They said they had a lot. They said they think it was a lot for it, and then they may have put extra in there. So we don't oh, know yeah. because we don't know how much extra is supposed to be in there. Plus, mm-hmm. theirs wasn't made correctly in the first place. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they never really said it tastes like vanilla. Yeah. They just kept talking about how sweet, sweet it was. Yeah. They're like, I like the sweet one. I like the sweet yeah. one. So remember, when you're looking at reviews, look at Because we talked about this. You were like, oh, people yeah. already did reviews of this. Yeah. But, but look at who's making the reviews. You know, And my thing is the person making the review is not a, a barista. So the only thing that came out of their mouth was that it was sweet and was milky. What does that mean? <laughs> Not how I would describe drink. Yeah. So I'm like, I understand they meant that it was too much milk compared to coffee is what they should be saying. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, I tried watching them. I don't know if they actually really put coffee in there. Mm-hmm. I know the cold brew was supposed to be cold brew because I saw him go to the um to the you know keg or whatever is a tap. Oh yeah. And he pulled down the you know the tap to do it. So I know that's actually cold brew. So when the I want to say YouTubers were reviewing this. It's just people on the streets that may not know nothing about coffee and they don't know anything about drinks. And so they're just telling me how sweet it was because what made it sweet was not the syrup. What made it sweet was just basically that. The cream that was on top. Yeah, on top, the nitro cold foam. And so you can go the safe way and buy that if you want and pour as much as you want on top of that drink. Mm -hmm. Um, You can make any drink sweet. Yeah. So to be honest, I didn't think it was delicious. They said it was delicious. I I personally think it's a waste of your time to even try it. That's me personally. Mm. Um, I've only ragged on one drink worse than this, and at least it wasn't as worse as worse. That's not a word. It wasn't as bad as the other drink. You're looking at me confusing. I'm talking. Oh, I'm about thinking the, about the the the, this is the white white mocha. It's raspberry. The, no, you got that all off. <laughs> it was it's the, it's the white chocolate. It's Pete's white chocolate, chocolate. mocha strawberry latte. latte. Um, and that one is so far has been the one that I've ragged on the most and just mm-hmm. gave it a harsh review. Um, so but if the you, blended one was good. Did we do, did we do a podcast night? Probably so. Yeah. The blended version was better, Yeah, but it was just basically just like their frat pace. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm talking about the latte version that mm-hmm. they, that yeah. they brought out. Remember the blended version was our version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it was horrible. This here, I won't say it's horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I don't taste the smoked vanilla yeah and the smoked vanilla may not be a great thing to drink with the latte so you can try if you want to try it me personally say there's nothing that you're gonna like go oh my gosh i missed out on this it wasn't that special if anything i still can't recommend that the strawberry whatever bubbles it was okay yeah go try that and the refreshers i haven't tasted their other versions the peach to me wasn't good but Maybe you might be okay with going to that. So far, Dunkin' Donuts has not like hit my spot for anything so far. Mm-hmm. It sounds fun, sounds colorful. Thinking the donuts is great, but so far the drinks, 
they haven't done anything for me. And I've tried yeah. a lot of their drinks there so far. And I understand they got great coffee, according to a lot of people. But to me so far, has nothing been great about Dunkin' Donuts. I don't think I ever want to go back to the Oakland location. Oh, well. Like, I'm like, just looking at the donuts, they look not fresh. Yes, they did. It, look it looked fresh. gross, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought I was the only one that felt that way. Yeah. The guy the guy had a great personality. I thought the He girl, did. The guy was great. And I thought the girl was cute, but you didn't really look at her. But she was kind of on the on the no, other side. I, yeah, I'm just going to say it. She was really stupid. Yeah. So um, so other than that, yeah, I don't I don't really care for that location either. But I'm almost to the point that I'm not going to care for Dunkin' Donuts at all because yeah, nothing has uh, surprised me. Even their, I think their berry donut, I can't, I think that was yeah, it was a berry donut, berry powdered donut. It wasn't that great. Either. That was a summer special donut. So yeah, but thank you, though, Dunkin' Donuts, for actually having summer drinks because I'm really disappointed at Starbucks and Pete's for not really having summer drinks. Mm-hmm. I feel like Starbucks just basically reused everything they already had except for the strawberry uh, funnel, funnel cake. cake frappuccino and peach just basically brought out their frappe line and i would say dunkin donuts you have at least impressed me with coming out with a summer lineup yeah and you had a great summer lineup and several had different things to pick from yeah yeah so that's the thing but the thing with me is dunkin donuts is starting to make me feel like going to sonic's <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah sonic's has great drinks and lineups but then all their drinks to me just Blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Well, like, you know, sometimes them. if you have too much to pick from, you don't specialize in anything, so everything just becomes mediocre. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we, the conversation we had before mm-hmm. about being a barista in these places aren't considered to be coffee places. They're mm-hmm. a donut shop, and but of course, coffee is associated with donuts, but their yeah. their specialty should be donuts, not coffee. Coffee's a side thing, and that's what they're living up to. <laughs> An Oakland location, you just did horrible on both aspects, donuts and coffee. Yes. Um, so that I guess that's a review. I feel like it was more of a massacre. Um <laughs> But yeah, that was uh our review for smoked vanilla latte and smoked vanilla cold brew from Dunkin' Donuts. Um, if you want to go try, go try. So we're jumping out of that and getting to our coffee shop talk, which um, since this was impromptu, I didn't really have a topic for our coffee shop talk. But of course, I do have a topic because that's what happens. Um, and we're going to go into um, one of our old but dear but favorite um, conversations. You looked at me like... I know. I, I don't know where this is leading to. I feel like every time we go into coffee shop talk, I don't know what's going to pop up. So what do you think we we're going to talk about? I don't know. You said something old and dear. Are you talking about like COVID? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got <laughs> it's it. It's like, well, because we always, outside of podcasting, we always talk about, you know, we shouldn't talk about this anymore, but COVID, there's just so much stuff that's happening. Yeah, so that's why I said one of our old and dear subjects. <laughs> I feel like my ear just went out, like popped out. I'm not sure why. Keep talking. Go ahead. Say something. Oh, okay. No, I think it's just you then. Mm. Yeah, well, what, what? part of COVID did you want to talk about? We already discussed the packed freeways. Well, sorry, my headphones sound like they went Just out. Just people so. out and about? or Well, we've been out and about ourselves. Uh, yeah, we've been out and about even during shelter in place. Well, you know. was out hiding. I mean, we do our normal. And what we've noticed, of course, there's a lot more people out. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, there were... Not many people not wearing masks. So for mm-hmm. us for here, 
a lot of other states were not wearing masks. It wasn't mandated. It was still mandated for us here in California until I guess, July 15th. June 15th. June 15th. Yeah. July, yeah. <laughs> July has not passed. Yeah. So June 15th. And then um, so to my surprise, I thought it would be more people not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Because um, so many people kept telling us like, oh, you know, I can't wait to not have to wear this mask. Yes. Except for the workers still have to wear masks. Yeah. So as we were out and about going to different malls, that's what it seemed like. But then the other day we went out to a different area. Um, of a lighter shade, much, much lighter shade, much, much lighter shaded, lighter shaded brown. Um, more, the majority of the people out there did not have masks on. So I'm going to say it going from an urban area mm-hmm. to a place that's not urban, more suburban. Mm-hmm. There was a big difference. There was. You know, in the urban areas, people were still wearing masks and mm-hmm. the suburban areas, they were not wearing masks. Which, you know, then goes back to the whole, how come I didn't see any Karens out there? All the ones who like, it's my God given right to not wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Then why were they still wearing masks? But I guess it's because they live in the suburbs and they don't live in the urban areas. Mm -hmm. Because almost everyone out there did not have a mask on. It made me feel like, you know, I was odd because I had a mask on. That is true, yeah. So I I did notice that. So that was one of the things I noticed about once this whole mask thing and been changed part of the COVID stuff. Of course, there were so many people out there. It's like ridiculous. It was like being in San Francisco, Tokyo, or some packed place that's a mm-hmm. big city where it was like almost shoulder to shoulder. So I noticed that. Um, and once again, it makes me think of, I really missed the good old days of, you know. <laughs> when shelter in place? Yes. Because I'm not really a fan of so many people. You know, out and about and around and being in big crowds. And I got stuck in one. I feel like people, once they came back from sheltering in place, they don't know how to drive. They don't even know how to walk down the sidewalk. (laughs) Yes. Here in America, just like we drive on the right side, you walk on the right side. So if you are on a sidewalk and you are coming the opposite direction of a person, you should be on the right side. Mm-hmm. And they should be on the right side. But somehow, ooh, this idea of being on the right side blows people's it, minds. It's not even an idea. It's just something that you're used to doing. Like, I never realized I walk on the right side until I went to Hong Kong. And I was like, why is everyone in front of me? Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, because I'm walking on the right side. And they drive on the opposite side. So I was in their way. Uh-huh. And so now it also goes back to experiencing some of the same asshole things. Sorry, not supposed to be cussing. Some yeah. of the same things that happened before, such as when you are walking down the sidewalk and someone's coming towards you and there's not enough space for two people to walk you know, come in the opposite directions. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, couples or people in groups want to stay side by side instead of mm-hmm. going single file line. Yeah. So they decide to go side by side, not making much room for you to get by. So unfortunately, you have to, what I call, shoulder check people. I don't try to, but it's the fact is that I do have my own space. Mm-hmm. And it seems like before when people were in quarantine, it was... I'm going to say is it was like a black person walking down the street because they were running to the opposite side to make sure they were nowhere near you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, it's that same. When you see that black person on the street, you walk to the opposite side. People have done it plenty of times. It's mm-hmm. been known in history. That's what quarantine felt like. 
Mm-hmm. Quarantine felt like you happened to be a black person walking down the street and someone saw you in their neighborhood and black people don't belong in this neighborhood. So I'm going to walk to the opposite side because there's something about you that I can't be near you for. That to me is what quarantine felt like when people saw you. They ran to the opposite side, or almost ran to traffic just oh, to get yeah, away from that you. That couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people were running into traffic just to not walk by you. Mm-hmm. So to see how far we've come covid yeah we are back to the point to where people are being rude and mm-hmm. they're not making sure they make room for people and they're basically running into you mm-hmm. you know as if we're really back to normal and the question you know as we say are we really back to normal that's why i said here comes our good old friend covid coming back and the things that i don't like when people say i want things to go back to normal oh, yeah. sorry people there were things i didn't like when things were normal so why do i want to go back to normal yeah, I, well, I feel like a lot of people just want to return to that normalcy, but then it's like you're being also very rude. Yeah, at but the, the, same time. the normalcy, as as a as a, a friend of mine said, mm-hmm. a normalcy of what? Not washing your hands after using the toilet. Yeah, you know, the other day coming from the gym, guys peeing out there and urinating in the parking lot. I do. He was right there by his own car. Yeah. He was just in the gym. So it's it's all these people who are being nasty and filthy. Mm-hmm. Not washing hands and mm-hmm. stuff like that. These are the same people that we were talking about. So as they said in the the thing was, it's not that I don't want to wear a mask because, you know, I haven't had shots. It's because I don't trust. And it's not the people that don't have shots. I don't mm-hmm. trust these filthy people who are not washing their hands and things like that. And that comes back to the whole thing is just germs. Yeah. You know, how many times have I come out of a bathroom at a, at a public place like Target or Barnes and Nobles or someplace, yeah. and the person just uses the bathroom, walks right out, and I mean, not just urinate, they just came from you know dropping bombs. I mean, yeah. literally, they were dropping bombs. Nope, oh, wrong one. <laughs> Man, let me do that again. They were, yeah. hon, they were. <laughs> it's still clapping. They were dropping bombs in the toilet, in the toilet, and then they didn't even wash their hands after dropping bombs. You know, you're talking about fecal matter over their hands. Yeah. You're talking about they touched doorknobs. You're talking about they went back into the bookstore and they touched And they books. touched everything, yeah. You know? And this is what we're talking about as far as in people being, you know, clean. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about going back to what's normal. That's normal? That's what we want to go back to? When you end up having the cold like every other two, three oh weeks? Oh, my God. Yeah, every winter, especially if you have kids, you get nothing but cold. They bring nothing but germs and colds home. Yeah, so I'm just it, – it's just this thing of of experiencing the world – and I won't say world because I haven't been traveling, but experiencing, you know, what life is like now that things are changing. And as people say, quote, unquote, going back to normal. normal yeah. Um, and as I explain to people that – you know, places like Japan and China and Korea, people were wearing masks before all this, you know, mm-hmm. because of all the other stuff has happened. And I really feel like people still would be wearing masks here. It may not be as many mm-hmm. as I start to see more people are shedding their masks, but it will become a norm and be okay to wear a mask. And I'm seeing that in certain areas. I'm hoping it does because when it was announced, that fully vaccinated people can go around without masks, I felt like, oh, this is going to give people an excuse to just, you know, basically, what's that called? Anytime you see someone wearing a mask, you can be like, oh, you're not vaccinated. I felt like that was a sign to harass people that still choose to wear a mask. 
Yeah, I think something wrong with my headphones. You can't hear anything, or my left ear keeps like shutting out or something, which oh. is weird because these are still new headphones. Yeah, things. I'm gonna have to bring these back because I really feel like as I keep checking my, you see me keep rubbing my ear. Yeah, my yeah. Ear. So um, so yeah, so it's it's one of those things we're talking about going back to normal, um, being in the in the cafe. I don't mind that people are not wearing masks. That's fine. Yeah, me neither. It's just I'm tired of people coming in and say, "Is it okay? I don't wear a mask. I'm vaccinated." Like, yeah, uh, sure. I really want to say I'm straight. You know, it's like you don't have to announce stuff to me. It's your choice. Yeah, it's like I don't care if you're vaccinated because I don't know if you're telling me the truth, and I don't really care if you're telling me the truth. Yeah, honestly, I feel like people who when they blurt out i'm vaccinated i really want to be like liar <laughs> you know they make me feel like i'm like the secret police or something yeah and they come around and check to make sure you're vaccinated they make it so obvious um, too they make it so awkward too the, the funny ones are though is when they come in and go oh i don't have my mask i forgot but i'm vaccinated and they start coughing i know <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like i want to say no you're not no <laughs> Why are and, you coughing? It's still like cover your mouth still. I don't care if you're vaccinated. You still have other germs. You still need to cover your mouth. You know, Um. but here's the other thing. We talked about that. That's why we're doing podcasts. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to inform people whether they can wear a mask or not? You watch the news just like oh, I yeah. watch the news. You listen to the news like I listen to the news. You read the news like I read the news. Why do I have to be the person who informs you what's going on right now for masks? Yeah, yeah. a lot of people do ask like, oh, do we have to wear a mask? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't keep up with stuff. I just keep my mask on. That's what I tell people. Yeah, it's like, um, where are the current trends of the world right now? You should know this because you're a barista. You should know what the current trends are going on right now. You should know what the mandates are right yes. now. You should know all the laws and stuff and the things that they have As they change for. day to day. Yeah, as they change day to day. Because you're supposed to know this because you work in a place like this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just because I work in this place doesn't mean I know everything about what's going on with you know the COVID stuff. I try to keep up with it and what's going on with masks. But it's like... Why do you not know yourself? Yeah. So you should know. Now I know that they did say individual stores have their own individual policies. So at least mm-hmm. for California, they said that even though masks are not required in certain areas, which means mm-hmm. if it wasn't public transportation, because that's mostly the places where masks are required, mm-hmm. that the store had the option of keeping masks, not having masks, asking for which which is the worst one if you have your your paperwork saying you have to have shots. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would be the worst one that for a store to even do. Um, so I still get that people are asking because of the individual stores policy. So they could come and say, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is it okay to not wear a mask in the store or something like that? But they don't have to add, I've had been vaccinated. Yeah. You know, I'm not your doctor. I don't have proof. I'm not the secret police. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to sit here and go, let me make sure and check that you've had your shot. So just either ask, do I have to wear a mask or not? Yeah. Um, I'm like, I feel like if you go to a store and it doesn't have post-it where mask is optional, just wear the mask. It's like you're, you're literally wasting people's time by asking, do I have to wear a mask? Yes. Is it really that important? You're going to be in here for five minutes. Yes. So I have to tell you, that went to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt guilty. You why? Know, you want to know why I felt, I felt? I felt I felt really guilty. Why? Because I took off my mask. <laughs> 
no, I was working out. Uh-huh. And you know, you get hot after a while. And so my mask is one of the gator type. The neck gators? Neck yeah. gators. So it's thinner than a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So you lift and weights and you, know, you get that little hotness. You know, you need a breather. Yeah. So I took my mask off. And even though the gym does not require us to wear masks. Mm-hmm. A lot of majority of people are still wearing masks, mm-hmm. except for some people. But in your own area, it's fine. And it's, it's, I feel like the airflow in the place is well enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took it off and I felt really guilty for some reason. I don't know why. Because you were indoors without a mask on. It's a possibility. But then here's the thing. When this all went down, mm-hmm. I didn't care to put on the mask. Yeah. And then even when I was outside, I never wore a mask. Mm-hmm. And then, like, say I went to a mall. I wouldn't wear the mask when I was walking around out in the lobby or how you, what do you call that? When you weren't in an actual are just, store. Are you talking about inside malls? Like, or like indoor outdoor? malls. Like oh. an indoor, well, outdoor malls, outdoor. I'm not going to wear it. Uh-huh. But when you go into an indoor mall, you walk into the actual, I guess, mall sanctuary. I'm not yeah. sure how would you call that. You walk into the actual mall, mm-hmm. but you're not in an actual store. store. So I would not wear a mask, right? I would put a mask on when I walk into the store. Mm-hmm. Now, this is before quarantine, you know? Mm-hmm when they were kind of trying to figure out what to do. And then yeah. when quarantine happened, of course, well, then none of those were open in the first place. Yeah. Um, but like, if you went to a place like we call the Asian Pacific, uh, I can't, you know, Ranch 99. Oh yeah. yeah. So when you walk into a food place that has like, you know, food stuff, of course they were still open, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be wearing a mask out in the open area or the inside area until I got into the actual into store. the stores. Yeah. Um, so I did that for a while. And then of course, you know, I got used to wearing the mask. So even when I went to the mall today, I was like, well, why am I putting my mask on mm-hmm. when I can just walk around with it off? You know, but I think I got so used to wearing the mask inside that that's still, to me, is now still indoors. Mm-hmm. So indoors, I'm still wearing the mask. And it's not so much that I'm paranoid or that I'm worried about my health. Um, I feel like I just got used to it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I really loved about it is during this whole, was it, it's been a year? It's been over a year since the shelter in place. I haven't got sick. I haven't had yes, the flu. Yeah. You know, so it has to be something to say to this that I haven't had the common cold flu mm-hmm. this whole time. So whether it's the mask, the washing hand, hands, yeah. whatever it is, I'm like, man, this has been great. So why do I really want to go back to getting sick, you mm-hmm. know, having the flu, feeling horrible, you know, if this has helped prevent it so far, then why yeah. not keep doing it? I don't need to feel free to walk into a mall with a bunch of, like you said, people who are are germy mm-hmm. and they're coughing and throwing all the germs out because all those cold germs and coughs. Guess what? When I'm walking past them in the mall and they mm-hmm. cough, whatever, I guess I'm walking to this stuff and who knows? I'm getting sick. I'm yeah. having the flu. And it's weird to me that all the people keep talking about how I've been vaccinated, but I've been vaccinated, right? they're all the people coughing they're all the people sneezing i'm like and you know i get a sneeze here and there but i don't i haven't had a regular cough in like a long time yeah yeah. so it's been a great ride for me so maybe that's why i'm still wearing my mask just to be safe well i don't it's not like i said i don't it's not about for me it's not about being safe Mm. i don't feel like i'm safer than i was before i don't care the thing was that as long as i do me Mm -hmm. and i'm not like you know, having someone cough in my face, I'm going to yeah. be all right. It's like even the whole time before vaccination and stuff, I wasn't scared about getting sick. I know mm-hmm. we talked about this before. Yeah. You know, we worked in front of customers. You never know. Um, But it didn't phase me at the point, you know, of, of whether I was going to get sick or not. I didn't mm-hmm. care. I'm, I'm 
as they call it, essential and I'm, I'm out there and I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. So like people are like, oh my gosh, you know, someone at Costco had, you know, uh, oh, yeah, COVID, yeah. you shouldn't go there. I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not phasing me any kind of way. Like, yeah, I'm taking my precautions and that's what matters is the precautions I'm taking. Mm-hmm. And to be honest right now, it's not so much about being safe. It's just to me about continuing your precautions. Mm-hmm. And my thing, like I said before, is that what I'm happy about, I, mean, I didn't have COVID, so that's great. Yeah. But I didn't have the flu. Yeah. I know that sounds horrible the to people. The common cold, sometimes it hits you like two or three times just in that winter span. Yes. I know people, this may sound horrible that I care more about the common flu than I care about having COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But I was so excited and ecstatic not to have the common flu. And mm-hmm. you know why? Because the common flu is something I do experience and have had experienced. Mm-hmm. So I know what that feels like. And not to have to worry about it. You know, this reminds me back in the days when I was in the military. Mm-hmm. You know why it reminds me of those days? Because you didn't get sick from anything, from all the shots they gave you? Yeah, all those drugs or whatever they gave us, <laughs> you know, made us into Superman. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when I left the military, it took me at least about, I feel like a year to two years before I finally got sick. And I mean, I could walk outside <clears throat> in a snowstorm. That's what I felt like. I could walk outside in a snowstorm without a jacket on and I didn't get sick. I don't know what they were giving us, but that's exactly what you could do. So I know this isn't a cold storm. I know I'm not walking outside, but that's the last time I didn't have to worry about getting the common cold or common flu. Mm-hmm. So for me to go through a whole year without once having to worry about getting some NyQuil or some kind of medicine. <laughs> yeah. And then you're taking that medicine for three or four days mm-hmm. and you're still feeling horrible and you can't really function or want to go to work. I didn't have to worry about that. I enjoyed that, so I'm going to continue doing it. And so as we look around and things are changing because of COVID, regardless of what strains we have or no strains, yeah, it's just interesting to see exactly how people are reacting to, you know, people who are not wearing masks or just not wearing masks in general. And I'm not saying I'm looking forward to the changes, what's going to come. My mind is just looking for more towards all the mess. It's like... um. If you had a, a dam mm-hmm. and you built the dam to keep the waters from flooding in, yeah, yes, you're controlling the water. Yes, some For people, now. yeah, some people are not getting water like they used to, mm-hmm. you know, and there are bad parts about it. But at the same time, that water is not destroying anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we just open up the flood, like we open up the dam, and the floods are coming out, and so now it's just all chaos, and people are just doing whatever they want. And, mm-hmm going crazy well i feel like because you know the governor had announced that june 15th you know you don't have to wear a mask i feel like people took that date and was like covid is over yes they literally took it like that is the end date for covid there's no such thing as covid anymore and the thing i don't feel comfortable with that because people are going back to old habits and then Mm -hmm. guess what in a couple of months Winter's going to be here, common cold, flu, all that stuff. And these people aren't going to be used to wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like more and more people are just going to get sick, whether from COVID, flu, or cold. But as I reiterate, I do have to say mm-hmm. that even though we, at least I thought people were like, well, COVID, and some people like COVID's done when that mm-hmm. date came. Yeah. When I say urban areas, I mean like the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not talking about the hood areas. The hood areas are different. Nobody wore masks originally in the first place. <laughs> um, 
So in the city areas, like I said, still to my surprise, there were many people wearing masks compared yeah. to the suburban areas. So that's been a difference so far. And that's kind of what this coffee shop talk has been partially about was knowing that and what people are saying as they come into the coffee shop because they keep, you know, unfortunately, this is a topic that gets brought up every time in the coffee shop, whether mm-hmm. people are asking questions or at least once a day. Yeah. So it's like, um, of course, it's still part of our lives. And mm-hmm. People are wanting things to go back to normal, but then even talking about like the hours that we work at the coffee shop, I like better during the whole COVID time. Mm-hmm. Um, so to go back to normal and work in the normal hours I worked, you know, we talked about this with people going to get jobs that people are not going back to these jobs. Yeah. So do I really want to be sitting here for, you know, it's like Starbucks and Pete's do they really want to be open at seven, eight, nine o'clock at night? When no one comes for coffee yeah. anymore. Like I said, there's a, there's a rare breed like myself and others mm-hmm. who still come in late night. Well, I guess people who work night shift, they would still go in. But how many uh, night shift people are there? Yeah. And how many customers do you actually get? Mm-hmm. You know, it's still pretty dead. There's the only thing you really get are the people who I call the, I don't even want to call them. It's the people who like to hang out at the coffee shops and just do other things than drink coffee, whether it's, you know, doing uh, drawing or if they're doing writing or they're on mm-hmm. some type of it's like this is their office space so yeah. they stay at their that's where we go okay the office workers the office the office workers the starbucks and pete's office workers and other cafe <laughs> office workers they <laughs> like mm-hmm. to stay until close because yeah. that's their office space so those people are usually getting a drink at six o'clock in the evening they're there that's for true, another yeah. three hours they're not buying another drink mm-hmm. you know and the same thing used to happen at the barnes and nobles that had the starbucks you know, mm-hmm. the people sitting at the tables were people basically who were the office workers. They're coming there or, or the, the, the students. students. Yeah. They're coming there to study. They're coming there to do this. They buy one drink and they sit there for hours. Mm-hmm. Are you really making money while they're sitting there for three hours? We've done that before, too. Well, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, back in the days, this used to be a thing to do anyways. We had nothing yeah. to do. But then, you know, you buy a drink and they sit at the table and you, you know, as we call it in the Marines, shoots a shit. Mm-hmm. Excuse the language. Or you're over reading magazines, but at the same time, from a business perspective, you're not making money. Yeah. You know, and, and just from working, it's like, yeah, I'm getting paid money to work here if it was just me being a worker. So I mm-hmm. wouldn't care. But as I said, being owner, you're not making money at the time. Why do I want to even be open at the time? So why do I want to go back to the same hours when those hours I don't make money? And we talked about it, that basically the much the amount of money you're paying for an employee, you know, Especially when minimum wage went up, you would it's have more to, than what you were earned during yeah. those hour extra yeah. hours you stayed open. Yeah, it's definitely more than what you're earning. So, is it really even worth being open? No, because you're losing <laughs> more than anything. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I didn't want to talk about it, but mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, uh, COVID rears ugly head at the cafe almost every other day. Yeah, um, people talk about it, things that people come to us about and ask us questions because um, we are. Um, the most knowledgeable forefront on the COVID. Uh, <laughs> it seems like everyone thinks that, yeah. I'm trying, my brain was trying to think it's a COVID. Uh, what is COVID? I'm trying, my, my brain can't think. It's not a disease. It's a, what is actual COVID? Isn't it a, fly, a virus? Yes. Why, okay, there we go. Oh. Why, why'd you look at me like I'm, I'm like I said, it's not a disease. You should automatically say then it's, you know, it's a virus. There's all kinds of different things. No, my brain is what, what the is COVID it? virus? Yes, the oh. virus, the T virus. The T virus. Um, that's going to turn us all into zombies. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to go get, you know, baseball bat or, you know, my gun or something to kill all these zombies. Um, 
all this evil in this residential area. <laughs> <laughs> I think the baseball bat's a different game. Is it? You talking about Dead Island? I feel like the they, baseball bat with the um with the battery like, and all that. No, but I feel like that. Well, they also Did have a baseball bat. And... You're not Dead Island. That was the one with um, what's his name? The guy that you're like the uh, he was a um a news reporter, and he builds all the different weapons inside the thing. I can't remember what that was called. And they had like part one, part two. He and he goes around the mall in part two. With the yeah, yeah. Oh, with the, with the camera. Yeah, yeah. That's not Dead Island. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what that was called. Wow. Um, why can't I remember that? There's a dead, not dead alive. That's a different game. Yeah, yeah. I can. You can look it up if you want. I can't remember what that game is called. I, I can't even Google anything. I feel like in the first Resident Evil, I thought that there was a, maybe, or was it Resident Evil 2? I thought there was a bat. Was there? When you're Raccoon City, you're, Raccoon the, City. you're Leon. I feel like there was. Maybe I'm wrong. You have a bat? I thought there was something. There, it's the, been a while. Don't they have some type of handheld weapons besides they guns? They do. Usually it's a knife. Uh, maybe or maybe it's a baton or something maybe that's what, well i mean he is uh leon well, is a police yeah so maybe that's what it could be was a baton but you know still um you know my brain's like the the t-virus you know as everybody talks about <laughs> world war z um but yeah so covid is not the t-virus we're making a reference to a video game in case you don't understand that in the video game was called dead rising. rising dead rising there we go dead rising yeah, dead rising one dead rising two i don't know if yeah, they had frank three. west uh photojournalist yes yeah. they had another spinoff too with frank west doing something else but yes yeah, so mm-hmm. in that game you can take like different stuff combine it and make different weapons um but then in dead island you could do that too couldn't could you? you i don't remember like a machete you could connect it with batteries and wires and it would be an electric shot oh, possibly I did you play that i don't play dead island one i didn't play dead island two which oh, i'm sure they had dead island two so i'm not sure but um but like i said i like dead rising i think was the better game to me uh frank west mm. it was more comical um so yeah so t-virus is not an actual virus just to reiterate, it's from a video game. It's, it's not a new virus, people. It's not. It's been. It's been around for centuries. Um, <laughs> it's been around in a game called Resident Evil, which I would like to say, as my brain goes, ooh, I want to say it was nineteen ninety six, ninety five, ninety six. I want to say nineteen ninety six. Are you going to check to see if I'm right? I want to say the first Resident Evil came out nineteen ninety six. I'm gonna stick with nineteen ninety six. Maybe wrong. Maybe 95, but I think 96. Let's see. You're looking to prove me wrong. (laughs) No, it's not telling me when the first game came out. 96. Yes. 96. At least for PlayStation in 96. I was definitely alive in 1996. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I knew I actually played the original game. (laughs) That means I was alive. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 came out in 98. I was actually playing the first Pong that came out, too. Resident Evil 2 was still the best one. Huh? I was playing the first Pong. (laughs) (laughs) He helped develop it, guys. I helped develop Odyssey. (laughs) You know what? You always talked about when you uh, worked at PlayStation Uh, testing games. Yeah. He tested Pong, guys. Yes. (laughs) And if you guys don't know about home video game systems, I tested Odyssey. That's before Atari. So... In case you guys don't know, I also tested ColecoVision in the 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coleco, actually, ColecoVision had a awesome game called Cabbage Patch Kids, which I showed you Cabbage Patch Kids because mm-hmm. that was um, R.L. Stein. 
He did oh, the book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, the gar- 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 Garbage Kids. Pail Kids. Yeah. I Kale. was like, <laughs> sorry, my bad. Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids, which was a doll that I believe that came out in, let me use my brain. I want to say 1989, 1990, 89, 90. It couldn't be 88. You're looking up Cash Patch Kids, right? <laughs> yeah. So the, the thing behind Cabbage Patch Kids, I know I'm off topic, was that you can adopt these kids who came from cabbages and you can give them names. And you 1978. Was, well, I mean, when did the big boom go? 1978 is not when they were big. Oh, so they may have been around, but they weren't. And they weren't big until a certain. So I feel like it was either the eighties or nineteen eighty two. One of a kind, possibly first produced. No, that was. Let's see. Was it that early? Okay. Okay. Hasbro's took over in nineteen eighty eight. There we go. So nineteen eighty eight. So I was off by by. Uh, did I say I said eight nine ninety? So yes. Yeah. Nineteen eighty eight is when they had the big boom. Cabbage Patch Kids. Hasbro. Hasbro, yeah. which also did G.I. Joe. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, you could buy the doll. You could send your information back with their name and stuff. They give you a birth certificate mm-hmm. with the name that you chose. And that was like the biggest rave at that time. Is that what Cabbage Patch Kids are? Yes. They're little kids that came from cabbages. And you adopt them. Well, I them. knew that, but I didn't know the whole story about the names and all Yes, that you stuff. choose their name oh, and everything else, and then you send it in to them, and they register it, and they send you back. You have your little certificate, birth certificate. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yes. I have one. Where's yours now? I don't know. I'm still around. <laughs> they his had a porcelain one, too? I wanted to say his name is Christopher, and not Christopher Robbins, either. Robinson, uh, that's did you he, Did you pick the name? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't mm-hmm. know why. But, yeah. So, they had what came out as a comparity to it because mm-hmm. Cabbage Patch Kids was so wholesome and nice. Mm-hmm. They had what's called Garbage Pail Kids. And so now I want to say, let's look at that. I want to say Garbage Pail Kids definitely was, was either 89, 90, 90s. So, Garbage Pail Kids basically were stickers. And the stickers basically had all these different, you know, uh, I guess, characters. It says 1985 was when they first came Oh, is that when they came out? 1985? Okay, so Garbage Pail Kids, I feel like it was not that early. It's a series of sticker trading cards produced by the Topps Company, originally released in 1985 and designed to parody the, the Cabbage Patch, Patch Kids, Kids dolls, okay. which were popular at the time. Okay, so, so yeah, so Garbage Pail Kids, basically, that's, that's weird, though. If that's the case, we said 1980 was when Hasbro took over, but then in 85, that means they were around before 88. Mm-hmm. So that means that... Garbage- Maybe they were... Gaining steam, and then that's when mm. Hasbro was like, I'll buy you. Yeah, so fortunately, unfortunately, for I want to say all of his hood kids. This <laughs> is during the height of the card's popularity, garbage pail kids were banned in many schools. They were. So, because <laughs> these things are pretty vile and gruesome, gruesome and gross. So, you see blood, okay. snot, things like that. Um, and so, basically, in the hood areas, we had a lot of these stickers, and we mm-hmm. collect those stickers. And then they even made sometimes I think dolls and toys later on as you went. But yeah, um, some of the the characters are really um, very, very, very uh, gross. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading this. In March 2021, Tops released a sticker card depicting a whack-a-mole game with the members of the K-pop group BTS being severely beaten with the Grammy Award. After public backlash due to the card's perceived anti-Asian tone, the company apologized and withdrew the card. I'm looking at this one. See, look, R.L. Slime. Oh, yeah. So, 
when we were in the uh, bookstore, I think Barnes and Nobles, yeah. and we were looking at, I saw Arl Stein, which yeah, is yeah. Goosebumps. Um, I saw he was doing a Garbage Bell Kids book, and I was mm-hmm. surprised. I'm like, well, I guess they're taking a big turn and they're getting popular again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird. So maybe I need to go see how much these cars are worth because, I mean, stickers. So, that, so what it is, they're like a, I believe they're like a sticker. Is this a sticker or just a card? I can't remember. This is sticker. When okay. I was reading but it's still yeah. like it's on a thick it's, card It's stock. a thick card stock, and then yes. there's a sticker on top. So this I, kid, it reminds me of the X-Men cards. I'm pretty then. sure I have a bunch of these still around. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're even worth any money. Um, so, yeah. So uh, it was weird to, to see that um, at the bookstore. Arl Stein was doing that with the Garbage Pill Kids. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of one of those things like I was like um, looking like, hey, that's pretty cool. They're still around. So yeah. Like I said, now remember I said I was around for Pong, which means if you're trying to figure out what's going on, and I'm over here talking about garbage patch, uh, patch kids, which uh, garbage patch, garbage <laughs> <laughs> <Cabbage> patch. <laughs> that's a new one, garbage wow. patch. Wow, I'm talking. That's about another cabbage. parody you just made just it, it now. Is. And I'm talking about cabbage patch kids. Well, that's a big old difference in time. But mm-hmm. like I said I was around for all of those, uh, and I was around for Resident Evil when they first came out, mm-hmm. and which was an awesome game at its time. And the T virus was a, a big issue at that time. And mm-hmm. as we talk about some of these things, predict the future. Um, so we're wondering if you know maybe the T virus and COVID was supposed to be the same thing, or someone trying to make it happen. Don't know conspiracy theory. Conspiracy. Theory. Yeah. <laughs> so regardless, you know. Going back to it, COVID, I guess, is not going away anytime soon. Um, and it's going to be something that keeps coming up in the coffee shop. And as most people, we are trying not to talk about it as much. I know people are ready to move on with their things. But since this was an impromptu, um, as I call it, uh, review, review, because yeah. we wanted to get it out now, that therefore it became an impromptu coffee shop talk. So apologize if you are hearing some of the same things over again. And if you are still here with us, I appreciate it. And thank you for staying with us for so long. I'm your host, Casa Compagna. And I'm Teresa Soimacha. See you same bad time. Same bad channel. Bad barista, yeah, they're bu- 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 bad. Bad barista, yeah, they're bu- 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 bad. Bad barista, yeah, they're bu- 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 bad. Are they bad meaning bad or bad meaning good? Good, good, good.